0: This is Gateway City Sports. Oh, we out of right in the face of Brandon Phillips. And now he is turning up. Now, wait a minute. Hold on here. Now Ted Simmons is getting into it, throwing punches at Madlock, and down they go as the bench is cleared. Edmonds 42 home runs during the regular season, and we are going to Game Seven in the National League Championship Series. Look out! Here we go, and here come both dugouts. Swinging a long one. Good night, everybody. Good night. This is Turnin' Two with Battle. All right, Cardinal fans, welcome back to another episode of Turnin' Two, the Turnin' Two podcast. This is episode number three, and I don't know how I did it, but I got a guest today. I think you guys probably know who he is. He goes by Drake. His handle is at Drake Man. I'm sure you know him. Anyways, he's here with me today. Drake, how are you doing? I am doing good. How are you? Oh, it's colder and cold outside, but I'm,
1: I'm doing okay. Well, I'm sorry about that, but it's a nice uh, 70 here in Arizona.
0: Yeah, okay. All right. Well, guys, it was nice having Drake on the episode today. Um, he he stopped in for a second, but uh, we're actually we're going to give him the boot because he's hot and we are not. Anyways. So we're we're a couple, few days out from uh, spring training starting up, and how's everything looking on your end? How are you feeling?
1: I'm actually feeling pretty excited. I mean, we we just got Arenado, so I mean, really, this is, and I'm just happy for baseball to be back. Honestly, we've been having to we've been having to deal with football and basketball, but no baseball. So yeah. Absolutely, pretty
0: happy. Absolutely. What do you think about uh, Yadi coming back? Are you excited?
1: Uh, I am. I'm pretty excited for Yadi coming back with uh, him, Wainwright. Prob- possibly their final year, but we don't know because they're both, you know, they might continue to their 40, 50 years old. But yeah, that's, that's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty- <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I also like it for the young like catchers in our system they get to learn one more year with Yachty so I think that's pretty nice to have
0: yeah absolutely okay so so let's just let's just roll off with it let's go off into spring training talk so um obviously spring training is where everybody gets to come out throw the ball hit the ball who do you think who do you think is going to be the pitcher that? many people don't know about that is going to open up some eyes this spring. And I, am going to stop you real quick for me, this past spring training, I was not an Austin Gomber guy. I, you know, I've heard a lot about him. I've seen him pitch in Springfield. I wasn't a big Austin Gomber guy, but he impressed me. He, he, he brought out a lot and I was excited to see him throw this year. I'm sad to see him gone, but (laughs) that was, that was last year's guy for me on the pitching aspect of things so for you who do you think is going to be that pitcher in 2021
1: now actually my guy everybody probably knows who he is but he's fallen quite a lot due to injury due to he had some uh, drug issues with uh i think it was uh, marijuana i believe uh griffin roberts i think is who i'm going to go with in uh 2021 Pretty much I just like him because we already know that he had the best slider in the draft when the Cardinals drafted him. And pretty much we know that that fastball goes up to, I believe, like 97, 98 miles an hour. If okay. he can continue to like, you know, if he can continue to stay healthy, I think that he can be lethal out of the bullpen to start his career for the Cardinals.
0: So if I am a standard Cardinals fan, I might know the the top tier prospects coming up. Um, what? if i'm a new person listening and i don't know who griffin roberts is tell me everything is is there tell me everything there is to know about him and you know and we'll say in under a minute or whatever what is there to know about him his repertoire um where he came from when he's drafted if you know those off the top of your head What's
1: oh? Wh- what are all those? I know is he was in the draft. I think he was, I don't really know it off the top of my head, honestly.
0: That's fine. So where, where did he pitch last year and what can we expect from him uh, pitching?
1: Well, I, in uh, 2019, I think he was injured most of the year with, uh, I think it was a elbow injury or something, but he also had like, like I said, he got suspended for some time because of the drug, like the, like I said, prior with, the, I think it was marijuana, but I don't really, don't quote me on that. But yeah, I think that he is going to be really solid in 2021 if he is healthy. That's the only thing. But you were,
0: you were talking about his, uh, he's got a decent fastball and, 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 yeah. Slide.
1: Yeah. De- uh, decent fastball, uh, amazing slider, tons of spin, late movement. And he also has a really nice changeup as well. So that's three above average offerings that I think if just all about health, pretty much with him.
0: Awesome. So where do you find him going? Is he going to be a starter? Do you think, is he going to be a bullpen guy? Where do you see him uh, landing? If he, I guess not where, if, but uh, moving forward, where do you see him uh, settling in at?
1: I think the Cardinals will give him every opportunity to start. I mean, we are like I said, the repertoire—it's just way too good. It's kind of like an Alex Reyes type of deal. Sorry, I burped. <laughs> but uh, but um, it's kind of like an Alex Reyes type of deal where they're going to give him every opportunity to start. But if the injuries keep happening, I think he could find a comfortable spot in the bullpen because he used to be one of our top pitching prospects. Much like Reyes, like I think at one point he was a top ten pitching prospect out of the draft for the Cardinals. So if, what was I going to (laughs) say? Basically just Alex Ray situation. That's pretty much all you have to know about Robert Roberts, in my opinion. Okay. Awesome.
0: No, it it looks like um, he pitched in Palm beach in 2019. Yeah. Um,
1: His, his stats weren't that great if I remember, but
0: you you know, they, they weren't that impressive, but guys settled down, you know, I mean,
1: yeah. yeah. I think I remember because I remember I was tracking stats that year. I think he went like four scoreless outings in a row or something. It was, he was starting to come around to the later part portion of the year.
0: Awesome. Okay. So that's your pitcher. So who is, who's going to be your, uh, your guy at the plate that, uh, opens a lot of eyes in spring training this year?
1: Now, Cardinal fans know, know him just by his name. I'm going to go with Lars Newtbar.
0: You're a Lars guy?
1: Yep, I am a Lars guy, a massive Lars guy, ever so, since he got drafted.
0: Is it the name, or, yeah. or what is it? What's about Lars?
1: Well, well, the name is its really nice. Like, I think Cardinal fans only really know him because of his name, but I think it's just his ability to get on base. He's a really nice hit tool, I think. it's not really going to hit for much power, but I feel like his ability to get on base and basically – spray spray the ball when I mean that like he hits the all fields well. Uh, I think he could be a nice like uh middle of the order bat, even though he has limited power. I think that he could be like five six in an order. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well he, he uh actually got to see him play up in Springfield the end of the 2019 season. Um somebody and I'm not I'm not bullshitting you. Somebody actually was wearing a large newt bar jersey, and I don't know if they made it, but I was rather impressed because I know the name is, is wild. Yeah. But, uh, I think it was actually a game that uh, Quinn was at too. Um But uh, yeah, he, yeah, down, down in Springfield, he hit 269. Um But I, I mean, I, this was uh, whenever everything was surrounding Carlson, I had my, I had my blinders on. There wasn't really really anybody else around because Carlson was was in Springfield still. But uh, yeah, Lars. He um, it'll be interesting. Do you do you see anything out of Nick Plummer anymore, or is that just?
1: Uh, I've never been a fan of Nick Plummer, honestly.
0: <laughs> well, I mean that's that's fine. I I yeah. I, I mean, one, one of those guys that's not going anywhere. I feel.
1: I do want to discuss one guy, though, really quick with you. Okay. What do you feel about Delvin Perez?
0: Man, I want that to be – I want that to turn out so bad. And I was actually going to bring him up to see what you thought um, about him. Like, is he I, – I mean, I'd like to see him come in fruition. I mean, I know there were some questions whenever we got him. Um, but, I mean, you only wish the best, especially for these guys who we anticipate to be, you know – um somewhere on the major league team down the line. And I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know. I mean, he's 21, 22 right now. Uh, yeah, looks like he's,
1: a, he's 22. Okay. But uh,
0: I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's no power there. There's, there's no power there. Um,
1: I think he has no power. Cause he's still like, He's still very, very, like, I just want to say light. Like, he's still very skinny. He's, like, hasn't added any muscle. But I do want to say one thing. He is a damn good defender. Like, he has really nice arm strength. And I think it's among the best in the system, honestly, from short. So, if he can start developing the bat at all, I think the Cardinals, or he could still turn into at least something for the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I mean, is uh I, I haven't seen anything of him. That's why I'm hoping to get some of these guys up in Springfield so I can watch him. I was I was dead set on getting um, uh, MILB TV last year. I was excited for that. That never happened, um, obviously. But uh, does he have speed? What 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 are what are his tools outside of his defense? Uh,
1: definitely speed, and I think he has a really nice uh, bat speed as well. He just has to stop hitting it on the ground, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> it's. It's the sad truth, but like if he could just start adding more muscle and you know, just adding meat to his bones, pretty much, I think that he could definitely come back to where he was hyped as a like top draft pick.
0: Yeah, uh, that's understandable. I um, I I'm just waiting for for some of these guys. Well, hell, I'm I'm waiting for uh, minor league baseball to even happen first. But I mean, yeah. that's that's one of the guys that I want to see up here in Springfield so I can get a better look at him because. I mean, outside of many clips on YouTube or, or wherever, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of these guys. I mean, I've just heard of um, what they've done or, or what they haven't done. Um, but, I mean, it's just like Gorman. I, I hope that that he gets a year down here in Springfield, at least half a season, just so I can get a look. Um, because I just want to see what people are, are saying about this defense or, or, hell, even his transition to possibly play second base. Because, I mean, if – if, if the kids, I, actually... I've been
1: the lead, i sorry for interrupting you, but I've been like the lead hype man of uh, Nolan Gorman moving to second.
0: Well, and, and I mean, I want to see it like, absolutely. If he, if he can transition over there and we've got this, the infield of, of, of Arenado and Goldschmidt and um, DeYoung and Gorman at second, or if they pull the DH in and Gorman can slide over to third and Arenado can, uh, DH I, I don't know I, I just want to see if, if it happens I mean that'd be excellent because I think it'd be awesome for his career because I say I mean I'd say obviously I, I don't know what his defense looks like but I think realistically we're, we're a couple years out from Gorman being called up Um, maybe not even a couple maybe a, a year maybe a year and a half I, I
1: I've said I've said 2022 I think he's like starts like that's his debut year
0: like as in starting the season or are we talking like September call up
1: no i think starting the season 2022 He if he plays well enough and has a solid spring maybe 2021 but like like a September call up for 2021 but i do think 2022 is his year but what i think is interesting is uh the cardinals commitment to him with Montero being traded for Arenado. that's just that's something to think about too
0: so and i hate hanging i hate hanging stats on guys that i i haven't seen a lot of i hate hanging that on on especially with injury but um i mean i i don't know if i was ever fully impressed with uh montero um but i didn't get to see a lot of him um but i mean you're right though
1: I because think- the only the only other other third baseman is malcolm nunez and he's not really a good defender either so we really need to they need to hammer down so getting Arnado pretty much seals third base for a while.
0: Yeah, and I think at the same time, the Cardinals are kind of – I mean, of course, with an opt-out, they, they're kind of maybe shy about it, which in turn I, f- I feel like um, they did keep Gorman around because if Arnado decides to depart, I mean, they could, I guess – rapidly push him i i don't don't know but i think i think that's one of the reasons why they did keep gorman not necessarily that they were going to deal him to to colorado by any means but i think that uh in the off chance that Arnado does leave you know gorman is still around and um whatever but i mean him wanting to transition to second base just tells me a lot i mean it's not that the cardinals are, are are trying to block him by any means i think that they especially the front office feels that maybe the DH is going to be a thing here in the, in the near future. And, and if, if the defensive side of Gorman, which I haven't seen a lot of is, a, is his weaker point, you know, you've got your DH right there and, uh, you know, a year or so. And um, I think that's big for him, but his, his willingness to, to try to play second base means a lot. And uh, I mean, that in a couple seasons, and that could be an interesting ball club.
1: Yeah, think about uh, think about our coaches though, Ozzie Smith and Jose Okendo. That's think about how much that can help him, you know, learn second. And even though Aussie uh, was a shortstop, but he could still teach him more about about fielding than any other person in that organization. So,
0: absolutely. Do yeah, you, that's. What how how are you feeling about our uh, outfield right now?
1: Uh, i'm in the minority i still think that it, it still has plenty of potential like i get 2020 none of them really hit but i mean they're committed with Fowler being traded and uh potentially as i mentioned earlier with Lars newbar maybe he gets a few a bs because he's already pretty much hit in double a so if he has a good spring maybe he goes on as like a fourth outfielder type especially with Fowler being shipped out
0: yeah, well, I mean, what are you gonna do with uh, like Williams and Lane Thomas? I mean, if I, Le- the thing is, is we've had we've had a major issue with with too many outfielders for a long time, and um, I mean, I, I don't know. I I haven't seen much of of Justin Williams. Um, I don't know if I don't know if we're gonna see much out of Lane Thomas. I mean, I think I don't know. I mean, I I wish the best and I hope he does well, but the end of last season was just a train wreck for me.
1: Yeah, it, I mean, I I believe he was injured last year as well, so that was
0: oh yeah okay,
1: yeah I think I believe he was injured at some point. So, but like with Tyler O'Neill, like it's I actually recognize this. Whenever O'Neill was at the plate in twenty twenty, Jim Edmonds would always go on a tirade about O'Neill's swing and how he like, and always would say something about his swing about how he was doing how he needs to keep it compact or this or that. So I think if the Cardinals were to give Edmonds one week with Tyler O'Neill to see if he could, you know, like hit his potential with the bat a bit.
0: Well here's another thing that I noticed, especially on the broadcast, is I think I think you can tell the guys that Edmonds works with exclusively because yeah. he, he was, he gets excited for Harrison Bader. Uh, you know, he, I felt like honestly, I felt like he was actually Dylan Carlson's stepdad there for a while. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm a big Jimmy Ballgame guy. I, you know, probably one of my favorite players of all time. And um, you know, more power to him. I don't, I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but uh, yeah. I hope, I hope they bring Jimmy down to spring training to at least uh, try to work on that because, I mean, it, you don't want – I don't want guys to fail ever. And I don't want them to um, – I, I don't want them to do terrible. I mean, we've got – I mean, you've got your raw power with – car oh, sorry, with uh, Tyler O'Neill but
1: and, – And the speed. He was, I believe, eighth in baseball and sprint speed. Absolutely. And, I mean – At 29.6 feet per second, so.
0: I mean, if we can That's put pretty- that – if we can put that package together – I mean, and the sky's the limit with that. And I think, you know, I think that's a lot of the problems that St. Louis ran into last year was running into the, you know, who do we play here? When do we play this guy? And I think, you know, like you said, that's a lot of the reason getting Dexter Fowler out. So you exclusively play your Tyler O'Neal's constantly to get them at bats because dropping him out of the lineup for a game or two and 2020 was just a crazy season all around. But, uh, you know, pulling that – pulling him out, you know, you can't get a rhythm going and, you know, I'm not going to go off on a ramp, but I think that was a lot of the reason for Luke Voigt's downfall in St. Louis was they, you wanted the Jose Martinez experience at for experiment at first base. And we never got to see him in full. And, um, you know, with, with Tyler O'Neill's raw power and what we did see the, 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 the flashes of, of power. Um, I think, you know, I'm glad they're going to commit to it, but in turn, I hope that, uh, Tyler O'Neill puts it all into – puts it all into play, and, and we see a completely different player in 2021.
1: Uh, and plus he's a gold glove winner too. So if you can literally get that back going, that's nasty in left field.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not going to – I'm not going to hold on to so much of the 2020 uh, gold glove. Oh well,
1: yeah, game. that's true. But... Uh,
0: yeah, I don't know. Where Do you see – let me ask you this because I'm a big fan. Do you see? Uh, do you see Zach Thompson making an appearance this year?
1: I do. It's either Hammer or uh, Matthew Libertor. I think I keep be up. The- I,
0: I I I keep forgetting about Libertor. I, I really truly do. Um,
1: yeah, it's it sucks. That it's known as the Randy or Rosarena trade, but I still I think Libertor is going to be something nice. I mean, I wrote about him for one of my sites. Um, I believe what like a couple months ago. But, like, that curveball is absolutely disgusting.
0: Is it, is it, are we talking Wainwright disgusting? Are we talking, oh, sorry, let's step back. Are we talking about like Gomber and Wainwright discussing? Are we talking like, what kind of break are we looking at whenever we think of a Libertor curveball? Are we th- thinking like 12 to 6 drop? Are we thinking like 11 to 5? I'm trying to do numbers in my head.
1: Uh, no, it's definitely 12 to 6, but like, you, I saw one where he completely buckled a batter, and he threw it inside, and it was him before he got drafted. So I was, I watched. I was like, "Oh my God! Like that's, that's disgusting."
0: What What level was he at with um, Tampa Bay before the trade?
1: I think I believe he was at Low A.
0: Low A. Okay. So there's a potential this year that Springfield could be absolutely loaded. Yeah. I, I mean, I hope so. I, I really, truly do. And it's not to say I want these guys not to go on to AAA, but I mean, I, I want something to look at this year. You know, I mean, that that's that's one of the biggest falls about minor league baseball to me is, you know, you have these these teams that are just absolutely amazing, and then they have, they 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 go up. I mean, I'll be I'll be honest with you, if Dylan Carlson could have went from Double A to to the majors, I'd have been excited about that and um I wanted to keep him down just because I loved watching him play I mean same with Flaherty um and Luke Void. I mean just a lot of these guys that I wanted to see all the time and um because it sucks I mean it, it really it's it's tough to go to a game and 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 watch guys that I don't know I wouldn't say don't have potential but some, sometimes, you know, you, you hear these names, especially like pitchers and stuff, and and they'll come out in relief roles, and you're like, man, come on. I mean, I don't know. One of the guys that I saw, and I don't know if you know much on him, um, 2019 um, pitch was uh, Evan Krasinski, who was, I mean, just – Yeah, really I saw
1: him, him. at uh, – I saw him at Arizona Fall League a couple of years ago with I mean, he, uh, Tommy Edmund as well.
0: I mean, he impressed me a little bit. I mean, it was one of the more impressive pitchers – from the 2019 season that i liked and um so i mean i just i don't i don't know i don't know i don't i don't i guess it's hard to 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 latch on to pitchers because i mean like i said just a few minutes ago they do pull them out of weird roles i mean i think in 2017 we had uh we had gomber flarity and dakota hudson and i mean that that was fun i mean Flaherty had like an sub one era until they had to say well you're too damn good to be in double a but we gotta send you up but yeah what do you think about that do you think uh do you think he's gonna stay around or what's your thoughts there what
1: are you talking about sorry flarity oh flarity yeah he
0: he got he got his arbitration money did 3.9 yeah yeah
1: he did i just think i know a lot of people are saying oh he's leaving. he's I don't think he's going to leave. I personally just think he he hates the system. He doesn't hate the Cardinals. He hates the system. Like, it's – like, because whenever you see him in the dugout, he's always with his teammates. Like, you know, he's a fun, like, fan – well, like, clubhouse guy, stuff like that. Like, I don't think he's actually pissed off at the Cardinals. I just think that he's like – he hates the system. He wants a new system. But many players do. That's why I think in the next – maybe next year we might see a strike soon. But that's – just me speculating
0: well and i hate i know people are, they look at it and they're like i think one of the big downfalls is is you know you have club and you have players and um the club's main goal is to save money especially in those hearings they're not gonna go oh, this guy you know he's got great stuff that they're and i mean tommy fam was one of those guys that brought out a lot of those questions for us and um i mean because he kind of not He didn't make them public by any means, but you know, he said, Oh, you know, they, they, they challenged this, you know, they said this. And, um, you know, I don't think a lot of fans or anybody like that understands that, you know, it's, it's club versus player. They want to save money. That's their goal. They're not going to, especially
1: at 2020.
0: Oh, exactly. And they're not going to pump up their stats just to, just to give a guy more money. So they're going to find every little small bit about you. That's bad just to save a couple bucks. But, um, I mean, I'd I'd love to see him stay around. I think the guys got great stuff. The Cardinals had a last season had a very shitty cutoff time where they were they were stuck for a week or two just not doing anything. And it's not for one, it's not good for your body. For two, that's not good for baseball players to stay in any sort of rhythm. And um, I think it it hurt them a lot. Um, But I I also think that they could have and they should have. Beat the Padres in the NLDS.
1: Yeah, that was just the Padres got hot at the right time.
0: Yeah, and I hope like, I hope your brother's not around because I mean that probably <laughs> wouldn't go well. But I mean they they truly should have beat them. I mean they they had it in hand. Um, I, a couple, a couple things happened that probably shouldn't have. But I mean they were the team finally seemed in sync and they were just tearing the cover off the ball. But um, I, like I said, some question questionable things happened, and I mean it is what it is. I mean the Padres have a damn good team, but I oh th- yeah, I think they're all scary. in all, all in all, it should have been the Cardinals and the Dodgers in the LCS. But uh,
1: that's he, and he, he, we, we all know how that would have went with the with the history.
0: Oh oh well yeah
1: yeah. I just I'm just imagining, but yeah no yeah, and circling back to what you were saying about um the layoffs, Tyler O'Neill at the first part of the year, and I, I know that we are way past this, but he was one of our better hitters in, like, the first, what, like, four or five games?
0: Yeah, no, he was... He was hitting
1: the cover off the ball, and then we had that COVID, all that stuff with COVID, and then he comes back, and he just looked completely uncomfortable, un- in, like, un in sync, like... Like, that first part of the year, I think that that's the Tyler O'Neal that we could possibly see. Like, even in spring training, like, we saw him, like, being creative with his stance, but... Like I think he needs to get away from Jeff Albert, but that's just per- my personal opinion. But
0: yeah, and I think I think if if they stayed, and I think that's probably a lot of the reason why they got rid of Fowler. If they can, you know, promise Tyler O'Neill, you know, consistency, I think we're going to see that type of player that we saw early on. The guy, that, I mean, I, I'm telling you, and I, I know I know you probably saw it too. Whenever you know that first part of the season, everybody's like, "This is the guy that that we've been waiting on," and then it seems yeah. like. You know, they had that little cutoff break and then they had the the shuffling of outfielders, and then he was just it just it reverted back. So I think you know, I think once uh he does get consistency and is playing all the time, essentially, we're gonna I hope we get that player. I mean that's that's who you want. So
1: yeah. See, I remember when uh the playoffs, you know, against the Padres, he didn't get one at bat and he was what he Him and uh, Goldie were the leaders with in home runs, right? Or no? Him and Mm -hmm. Miller.
0: Yeah, they were. uh, Yeah, I think I think I think Tyler O'Neill led the team in home runs and hadn't played in weeks.
1: Yeah, that that's kind of on Mike Show, but I'm not gonna go into that because. I don't know if he uh, listened to the podcast and I kind of uh, wanna... probably
0: not. I'll, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> great, I'm going to be real with you. MLB
1: later, so I don't wanna... I'm, I'm going
0: to be real with you. I look at my stats every time I post one and I don't know if anybody listens. I think <laughs> that I spend 30 minutes to an hour preparing and I don't think anybody listens. So, <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but you know, I don't think Mike Schilt is one of my listeners. Um, not yet, at least. I mean, I think down the road that might be awesome, but I, I don't think it's happening right now. Well, well, that's fine. That's it's fine. <laughs> So who – okay, so let's, let's jump out of the minor leagues for a minute. Um, what do you think – and I'm sure you've probably thought about it maybe. If you haven't, that's fine. I mean, the time is now. What kind of numbers are, do you think that we're going to see out of uh, Nolan uh, Arnauto in 2021? Dan, do you think that, that Bush Stadium is going to – or being away from Coors is going to affect him?
1: I personally don't think that Coors is going to affect him that much. I mean, he's actually a pretty – I don't have the stats on the top of my head, but I remember reading he's a pretty decent hitter at Busch Stadium. He loves to hit there. But I think that maybe he'll hit like 270, 280 with like probably 30, 40 home runs. It honestly just depends if if he's healthy, which i that's always a risk, especially with a big trade like this. But, like, I do think that he'll – stay he'll like stay at the level of production i just well it's hard to tell with the core's effect
0: correct and i think and i i mean i can't speak on it because i you know i i i'm not dug into it much i mean but we've seen you know larry walker come to st louis and do perfectly fine we've seen um matt holiday come to st louis do perfectly fine i think and i could be wrong but i think some of it could be the jumping back and forth um between um the elevation. I don't know. I, now it's just a conspiracy theory that I've got, but I think, you know, you going back and forth between different elevations all the time could have effects on your body. Um, and of course, you know, I just, I want Nolan to smash the ball. I think, I think the lineup is going to be 10 times better. I know that last year we didn't have our Ozuna, um, but I, I think that the lineup is much better now than, than what it was with Ozuna. Um but I just don't think that I think once he settles in and he's not jumping back and forth, people will see essentially the same player. I mean, it may affect a couple notches here or there, but it's not going to be, I don't think it's going to be drastic. Like, uh, like the splits are now from home and away.
1: Yeah. I was actually thinking about that. Uh, Think about what that's going to do for guys like Paul DeYoung and Tyler O'Neill, even Tommy Edmond, like, they're going to see a lot better pitches cuz now you have Goldschmidt and Arenado in the lineup. So they'll be they might be able to like grind out at bats and even like just get better pitches to hit. But what I'm hoping is that they're not too patient at the plate. If that makes sense. No, I get it. I
0: and I think one of the things that I've kind of held on to is for one, Mike Shell needs to stop putting and I hope he's done. But Mike still needs to stop putting Dylan Carlson down in the dungeon because you're not you're not using his full potential down there. Yeah. I think batting him second is for one, he's he he's he can have power, but he sees the ball. I think I think he sees the ball just about, if not better, than than vintage Matt Carpenter. And um I think that that you're gonna get him on base. One I'm gonna step away from that for two seconds and say, I'm actually going to tried to keep tallies this year for each game to see how many times this team can get to Arenado before the first is done. And I, I'm just, this is just a, an experiment I want to do, but, um, I just think that it, 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 it would be interesting because I think it, I think it's going to happen a lot. I really do. And, um, I think, um, I think, especially
1: with, uh, I know a lot of people are sad about Colton Wong, but I think Tommy Edmund will fill his shoes pretty well. I mean, he was really good his rookie year. He kind of took a little slump, but I feel like he still can, has the ability to get on base pretty well. And then, like, you, I know that you like Carlson second, but I've actually been thinking, why not put Paul DeYoung second?
0: The reason why I don't put DeYoung second is uh, – is I'm just – the speed I think is the factor and his on base percentage and I know that we didn't see a lot of it last year but um, I think I think you put I think you put Carlson in, on this in the second hole in front of Goldschmidt because I think you're gonna get him on more and I, I'm gonna say two parts of this I'm you put Carlson second because for one he sees the ball well um he does get base hits I know that we just saw a sample size last year he does still have the 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 potential to hit home runs so i put him second this is why i put him second so he can get on base in front of goldschmidt um because i That's think
1: actually oh go
0: ahead i think that paul de strikeout numbers are too much for me so then i put i personally will put de young fifth because of i think whenever DeYoung gets going i think that he
1: you know he's, he's a, still, he's he's a, he's a different hitter.
0: Yeah, he's got great power too. And um, I just don't because of his strikeouts and how he does get in those slumps, I would not put him at the second hole. Um, and and because I mean he's not I mean he's not the, the fastest guy either. So that's why I've got him in fifth. I mean, you're right. If he saw better pitches in the two hole, but I don't know. In my head, I, I just want Carlson up there because I think you know he's not gonna because I think I really do don't think. I really don't think he was getting good pitches down in the eight and nine slot because I mean, and he was just, just wasn't settling in. And whenever he was in Springfield, he was batting second. Um, so I think it's just a role that, that he has come to love, um, hitting in that spot. And I think for the, the, the whole batting order itself, I think for the team, it would just, it would flow real well. And, um, that's just my thought. Now, I mean, I'm open to listening on your Paul DeYoung at, at the second spot.
1: I've just always been a fan of D, like DeYoung at like high hitting up like in the lineup, like higher in the order. Because I was thinking this might be a little crazy. Why not put Dylan Carlson leadoff? Well, I mean, that's fine. I've, I I I'm I'm fine for that.
0: I think that's fine. I think that Tommy Edmund has. Um, a little bit more speed than him. Um, but I, I, have even, I've plugged Carlson in the one slot in a, in a lineup. I've, I've done that, but, um, and I'm fine with that. I mean, if it happens to just to give it a shot, absolutely. Because I think his on base numbers are going to be absolutely through the See, what's
1: interesting with that is I remember, uh, for a piece for prospect worldwide when I was writing for him, um, I actually did a piece on Carlson in the Padres series and his main problem when he first came up was breaking balls and changeups. Mm-hmm. and he faced uh, one of his more like he's better at bats was Zach Davies, who, you know, has a really nice changeup, and he grinded out a four pitch walk against him. So, and it was on 4 changeups in the dirt and he had the plate discipline to not swing at it. So I think that's a really nice, point with like his on base and like uh get yeah basically his on base
0: so and and i'll say this seeing him in springfield it was it was i mean it was power and it was hitting i mean i didn't i didn't realize his his eye was as good as it was until he got called up last year and and like i was kind of blown away because like he was he wasn't swinging at pitches that that rookies would I mean, granted, he did swing at some some bad ones, but like the thing that I noticed about him too is they sent him down to Springfield for the the taxi uh, taxi team stuff, and he came back up and he seemed like a totally different player. Um, yeah. So, I just think if you get somebody on base and his strikeout numbers are going to be lower than DeYoung's, I feel, then I don't know why you don't do that. And I don't, I think I think you don't put him. One, because, ah, shit, I don't know. You could go, you could go multiple ways with it. But I mean, I think he's going to have, um, a lot of doubles. I think he's going to hit for the gap a lot, but which, which could play well with batting first. Um, but I don't know. I, I think, I think you just have Tommy Edmund in the one hole just because I think, like I said, I think his, his speed is a, a couple notches higher than Carlson's. And, um, I mean, we'll, we'll see what Mike Schill has in order, but that's just that's just kind of how I feel about it because, um, I don't know. I guess I just like him in the two-hole, too.
1: Now, here's another interesting point. I don't know how you feel about Harrison Bader, but if he starts hitting, put him in leadoff. I, I don't. Uh, well, okay, okay. If he starts hitting, yes. If, if he starts hitting, I would put him up there. Um, because his 2020 numbers weren't that – like no, he didn't hit for a good average, but he actually, if I remember correctly, he had a pretty good, like a one thirteen weighted run, weighted runs created plus, which is pretty, which is above average at least, and especially with his speed at the top of the order, he could really wreak havoc on the bases, like wreak havoc on the bases.
0: Absolutely, and that's if if that comes into play. Absolutely, I'm fine with it. My concern though is with the strikeout numbers. And yeah, um, because if, if you have Harrison Bader leading off and he's just striking out constantly, you, you essentially don't have a leadoff hitter. And then your number one hitter is your second man with one out. And I, I think if, if you've got the speed of Tommy Edmund at the plate and he gets first with his speed, let's just say he gets to first. With his speed, a, a, a ball into the gap hitting with Carlson, you're going – He's he's probably going to score, so and I, and I feel like with Harrison Bader, if his strikeout number is lower, we could absolutely try that. But I, I, it scares me to think about that, and I would rather almost see a a, a spot where you have Edmond in the one hole without the DH, you have Bader in eight hole, he gets bunted over to second, and then you're just it's you got speed at the top and bottom of the order. So yeah.
1: And, the lineup and, construction is, would be really, really like with Arnato the lineup construction is actually going to be, should be fairly easy and it could be really, really promising.
0: Well, absolutely. And I think it's important that you have speed at both ends, but at the same time, I, I think, I think one of the things that needs to happen with Bader is some of the pressure needs to be taken off of him. And I don't know if that, that would work in the, in the one hole. And I, and I say that because there's so much going on up there. You are, essentially trying to get on base now he does have a speed and he can hit those little squibbers um and and he can beat him out and that's awesome but you know that slider away or slider in the dirt if that's still haunting him which it has for a couple seasons now i don't like that at the top of the order um but i mean we'll we'll see
1: look at the reverse though he, he hit the painting in big mac land let's remember that too he hit the what the painting, remember the mm. Fred Bird's painting at yeah, B- yeah, Big yeah, Mac yeah. Land?
0: Absolutely. And I, mean, I was, yeah, I don't know. I think this lineup has very good potential. Um, and I, and and the pitching does too. I mean, but I don't, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens whenever the
1: season starts. See, personally, I just love the commitment to the young outfielders. Like I've seen a lot of, like people on twitter i'm not gonna name people but i was just seeing people on twitter like say oh why are we committing to these guys like why did we trade a rosarena if like these he was better than these guys in 2020 i'm like okay well you're you're saying to why did we trade a rosarena and not give him a chance but you're not giving these guys chances that's that's basically my point there yeah but
0: so okay so we we've discussed our lineups in depth we don't uh We'll see where it goes, but um, we knocked out the the stars. So, where do you where do you do you think this team's gonna have any trouble winning the NL Central this year?
1: The only that's hard because there have been rumblings about the Brewers getting Justin Turner, and if that's the case, that they're gonna be a problem. I think, especially with that bullpen. The Cubs they still have that core, so they could could be a problem the reds i don't really know what they're doing so i
0: i think they're i think they're just in line at i think they're just in line getting skyline chilly. i, I think they're done <laughs> i don't i really don't think they're doing anything and
1: and then the pirates we already know what's going on with the pirates they oh, sold shit. off that,
0: that they... well, no pun intended but i think that ship has set sail i think
1: <laughs> i think yeah it's they, just they've, uh, they've walked the the race place the Rays placed them of of all four players and they chris archer traded
0: yeah, and Chris Archer said, "Ah, oh, guys, I'm I'm coming back to Tampa."
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know. I I and it seemed. What's odd about that is, is it's like the Pirates gave us trouble last year. I would like to get uh, what's his name, Mitch Keller, from him though. I, I like oh, I, I liked him. I
1: like. Yeah, him. I I agree. I mean, I I haven't really seen him that much. I'll be honest, because it's hard for me to watch uh, Cardinal games being in Arizona. So, <laughs> well, but I. I did. I did. Ha- I did get MLB TV like last half of last year. So, well, hopefully yeah. you keep it around then. Yeah, hopefully, but uh, yeah. Well,
0: that's good. That's good. So, um, okay. So, uh, I I get the concern. I get a little bit of the concern. Um, I'm not sure if the Brewers will do much. Honestly, I mean, they've got Lokane coming back. They've still got Christian Yelich, who I don't know. And I, I will know.
1: say one thing though they are absolutely stupid for trading Trent Grisham. They are that's one of the worst moves I think I've ever seen and I'll be honest about that. Well, I know that this is a Cardinals podcast but oh man. Well,
0: that's I mean I I whenever the season starts up and uh and things start going and and I get to see more people I I'm, I'm going to absolutely spread it out more um to more baseball because I mean, I, I don't think. I think sometimes Cardinal fans just, you know, they get the tunnel vision. They don't know what's going on outside the league. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I think that uh, Milwaukee may be trouble, but they they never really put in anything into into play. Uh, it's just never. They they always fall off, I guess. And Chicago, I think Chicago. I don't know. I. I don't think they'll have any issue, honestly. I don't think St. Louis will have any issue winning the uh winning the division. Um I think the Pocota numbers were trash.
1: Pocota and, always hates the Cardinals, though. Well
0: 81 and 81. I would have said that before Arnato Like I would I was seriously questioning the season with without with Nolan.
1: Think about uh Miles is too coming back. That's a, a nice innings eater for you. And the bullpen. <laughs>
0: it is but one of my big things is guys who come back from energy and in energy injury i don't i don't they always scare me now he could come out and be um excellent but i mean i guess we'll see here soon um but i, I mean i of course I, I hope he does well yeah i think now I, I know he already is but and i am sure you've seen the movie but i hope jordan hicks comes back and is throwing throwing more than he was. I hope he's got yeah. some great heat. And I know injury injury could um hamper that a little bit, but I mean that's gonna be a big piece that we missed out on last year. Um and it sucks that John Brebby is gone because I feel like he was such a workhorse for yeah. Mike Schilt, and I think we're gonna miss that a lot.
1: I may sound a little biased, but I think the Cardinals have it actually a real like one of the better bullpens in baseball. I mean think about it. You have Jordan Hicks who you, we already know what's coming out of him. We got Giovanni Gallegos who a lot of people overlook because of the, you know, Luke Voigt, but um they also have John Gant and even Cody Whitley. Like I thought that before, you know, COVID hit the Cardinals, I thought that Cody Whitley was going to become something really good in 2020 because I've always been a fan of Whitley ever since I, uh, the Cardinals drafted him.
0: Yeah. I haven't seen him throw much. I mean, I guess a little bit last year, but um
1: and then the juggernaut of Alex Reyes.
0: Man,
1: that That's, guy, I, I hope – I He, I know he came out pumping of, this year. There was a year, lot of question so.
0: marks overhanging uh, the head of Carlos Martinez. So, I think I really hope that Alex Reyes gets a shot at that fifth slot because, I mean, he just – I mean, he was impressive. I mean, first full season in forever that he's been healthy. Um, I mean, and he, he looked good. So, I think they really need to push – um at spring training for him to be the uh the starter i mean you've got a good great competition going in at least but i think they need to try to give him that role because i think it's very deserving that you know he stayed healthy i mean he lost a lot of meat on his bones but i mean still throwing heat his, his stuff still yeah. is good and um i think he needs to have that shot
1: now there's also one guy we haven't talked about yet and i think you already know where i'm going with here left-hander throws heat pretty much in alexander reyes from the left side Hennessy's cabrera oh
0: I think man i don't know are, are you talking about starting or are you just talking about period so
1: i i want to see him as a get at least one shot at like give him a shot in spring training to start
0: ah uh, i don't know i mean i don't know i mean if you feel that way, that's fine. I don't know how I feel about it. I just think, you know, I, I think I don't know. We've got a lot of starters and not a lot of bullpen guys, and I think that's that's some of their issue. You know, I mean, I don't know a good role for Carlos Martinez anymore. I, I think they should have ended that project long ago, but that's that's just me. You know, and then you got Libertor. You got Zach Thompson. I mean the Cardinals are about to essentially, in my eyes, if they keep flowing this way, they're going to have the the lefty rotation of the the Dodgers soon.
1: That that is if Libertor develops as he as everyone's expecting him to. So I, there are I have seen a lot of concerns with him about like not really having like another offering that's like a plus or above average pitch. Well, do you know Do you
0: know what he's Do you know what pitches he's throwing right now?
1: Uh, I know he he did add a slider that he's been working on, but it's mainly just fastball, change-up, curve, slider. But fastball, I think I think that we could actually start seeing Libertor throwing in the upper 90s soon. Like, I know he's 92, 93, touching 95, but I think we're going to start seeing him throwing 96, 97 soon.
0: Well, that'd be excellent. I don't know. He's that, a, it
1: would be expensive.
0: He's a, he's, a, he's a guy to keep an eye on. Was he the Was he the first round? For the Rays?
1: Yeah, that was yeah. uh oh what draft was that? That was actually uh, wasn't the year the Cardinals got Thompson? I I
0: don't know. I just know that his name was uh his name was being thrown around and you
1: know as a oh yeah truck or oh, no no that was year Gorman, duh. Jeez. Oh wow, well, <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, no, because it was it was amazing because at the time I was still uh I was still active in baseball and I was still playing baseball. So around the draft, like Gorman and libertor That's all I heard in Arizona was how good that they're both going to be and how pretty much like, yeah, just pretty much how good that they're going to be and that they're first round picks.
0: Wow. Interesting.
1: Yeah. It was, was it was, yeah, was
0: 2018 then. I don't know. I don't, I'm hoping I, like I said, I'm hoping that the Gorman Libertor combination comes to Springfield, it stops in Springfield for a little bit soon. Cause, uh, I mean, I, I'm excited for it. Then I can get a better gauge on them myself. Um, but, um, anyways, well, I mean, if we keep talking, we're not going to have anything to talk about uh, <laughs> in the future. Um,
1: but I'll I trust me; we have plenty of prospects uh, that we can bring up.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, and I, I mean, we'll, we'll 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 definitely line that up um, next time. Um, so, I guess to end on this, have you uh, have you picked up any new cards lately?
1: Uh not really. Actually. I I can't really remember honestly. I pick up cards every day, so.
0: Well, have you have you opened any uh top series one yet?
1: I have not. I don't even want to try to get top series one because it's probably all you know sold out everywhere.
0: I went uh, yesterday and uh, yesterday morning, and surprisingly, it was on the shelves. What? Wow. Yeah, and and it's it is a very it's a very fun um very fun um selection of cards they've got in there it's i usually i usually don't like top series 1 but um they've got an they've got a bunch of variations in there
1: and yeah i've seen that insert with the mike Trow auto that's uh
0: it's it's impressive and um yeah i mean if you stop by walmart i'd i'd grab you a pack or two cuz they're worth it um yeah but, uh, anyway, where can, uh, where can people who don't know who you are find you at on the, uh, on the old tweeter?
1: Uh, so my Twitter name is at DrakeMan4, and yeah.
0: Follow I mean, that's, me. that's simple.
1: That's yeah.
0: Simple.
1: It's, oh, and it is M a N N. I know it might have a very weird last name, but, uh, yeah, it's M a N N not just M a N, but <laughs>
0: awesome well uh anybody who else who is listening you can find the turn into podcast on um itunes spotify sometimes if they're not acting up uh you can find it on the google podcast and hell what's that oh the android what's that what's that one called hell i don't i have know. no
1: idea i don't, I don't m-
0: know <laughs> i don't mess with android what is that thing called that's really starting to bug me um <laughs>
1: i have no clue
0: Maybe it is Google Podcasts. Hell, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, I have an iPhone, so I don't know. Yeah, either. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But it's on there. If you have uh, Android, anybody who's listening, it's on there. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the, the main love goes to the iTunes because it's up there quickly. But um, anyways, all right, Drake. Well, um, we're going to end this, and uh, I'm going to expect a list next time we talk of uh, prospects who we can discuss. Entering spring training because it is coming up.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful time. Awesome. Was very fun.
0: I appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you. All that right. was fun.